Welcome to Dogsthorpe Infant School Launchpad. Eddie has his paw poised over the launch button and he has some great guests waiting to meet us. So just sit back and enjoy the show. OK, Eddie, start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Launchpad, the Dogsthorpe Infant School podcast for parents, children, teachers and schools. Welcome to episode 12 of Eddie's Launchpads. It's great to have you with us. Thank you for joining us. Our first guest is Ellie Sandal. She's an old friend of the school and she's been to Dogsthorpe Infants lots of times and she is offering her services of illustrations and her books to new schools. And so it's great to have you on the show, Ellie. Oh, it's nice to be here. Thank you. Could you begin, first of all, please, by telling us a little bit about what you offer schools? Well, I kind of wear two different hats. I'm I'm a children's author and illustrator. um, And through that, I go into schools and offer author workshops. So I'll come in with one of my books and we'll learn kind of arts and crafts activities based on the story. Um, I do a lot of kind of role play and and puppets and kind of putting on mini performances with the children based on the books. Um, And we kind of do some live illustration and and sometimes we create our own stories and things. So um, that's a really lovely thing that I do. And then the other thing that I do is um, because I have an art teaching background as well, I run children's art classes. So I have after school classes in my studio um and we teach we've got classes for children from the age of four to 18 so it's quite a wide range um but through that I actually go into schools as well and I can run art you know bespoke art workshops and art days and art weeks even um within schools so I've visited quite a few schools in the Peterborough area doing whole school art projects or kind of working on a specific um art project for example if they're learning about Greeks we'll do some Greek art um, so that's kind of the other side of why I offer schools as well. Could you tell us a little bit about the books you've written? Um, the one that's the most familiar is called Every Bunny Dance, and that's because it was used by Book Trust um, a couple of years ago in their book start uh, bags for toddlers. So a little copy of it went out to, I think it was 350,000 uh, children in the UK, in, in, in England and Wales. Um, so that's my most well-known title, um my, my I've got a new one coming out next month actually called Balancing Bernie so that's the one that I'm going to be promoting more now when I do school events um, and it's about a, a dog who loves to balance things on his head um, and he ends up balancing you know he balances one chihuahua then he balances two sausage dogs and then three pugs and then all these other dogs come as well so he ends up balancing I think it's about I think it's 42 dogs he has on his head <laughs> at the end of the story um, which was a real challenge to draw, but um, but yeah, very very rewarding when I managed to get that illustration finished. And how can people get in touch with you? Have you got a website? Yeah, I've got a website for my art uh, teaching classes, which is it's called artstarsdeeping.com. Uh, um, so Artstars is my, my art teaching company. Um, and you can also message me through that for author events if you wanted to go that way. I do have a, an illustration website as well, but it's incredibly old. It needs updating. My, my contact details are on there, though. That's elliesandal.com. 
This podcast is sponsored by Eddie Edster, the school well-being dog. Our next guest on Eddie's Launchpad is Jo Martin, and she has got a wonderful resource called Picture News. Picture News is a weekly current affairs resource uh, for children aged 3 to 16. We actually provide packs for early years, primary and secondary children. Each week we choose a current news story um, and we provide an image with that with a thought-provoking big question um, and a variety of teaching resources that go with that. Now the idea behind Picture News is really about getting children to think about what is happening in our world, potentially how they could influence that, um, how they could even evoke change and have a voice uh, in our world today. So with the resources, what tends to happen, like I say, we have an image with a big question. We then provide a main teaching resource um, with sort of a a reflection as well. And then a more sort of age appropriate resources that go with that. So you've got your early years, your lower primary, your upper primary and your advanced. And so each of those have their own sessions as well. And for our English schools, we provide a link to British values. And for schools across the world, we have a UN rights of a child link as well. Um, And we also have um, an online area where schools can access a range of teaching resources to go with that as well. So for the classroom, so things like journalism um, and and staff training as well. Early years quite often get a slightly different question, um, but the other primary and advanced uh, tend to get the same one. But the question's very open, so it's really good for um, encouraging children to, you know, have those discussions with one another, and um, that quite often lead into debates. And it's absolutely fantastic because children can really understand that actually um, they can be have a different opinion about the same story, and that because it's their own opinion, it can't necessarily be wrong. So it's really good for sort of teaching children to respect other people you know to understand that we are all different and that perhaps we all view the world in a different way Um, and I think the other thing it's really good for as well is um, unlocking children's interests and talents and so perhaps you know it opens up their world because it might be that they discover there's something else out there that they didn't even know exists that interests them and they think my goodness you know when I'm when I'm older I want to go and see that place or I want to make a difference to that. Um, So it's really good uh, uh, for that as well. How much would it cost if a school said, hey, I think we'd like this? So to receive it every year, every week that you're in school for the year, so it's an annual subscription, it's £150. Some of our schools, um, when they've when they've done some a story with picture news, and the children have been particularly inspired uh, by the story, they sort of go out and do something with that, and sort of take action and do something more. And we do have other ideas of ways that it can link to different areas of the curriculum. And you can imagine that you know if you've got a class full of children really buzzed and geared up to do something, you can produce some absolutely incredible written work um, with that um, and obviously impact the world and evoke change as well. Some of our stories are quite positive, which is good because quite a lot of current affairs, you know, aren't always. But a lot of them are, are really good opportunities um, for, you know, to learn from and um, to really sort of teach our children about everyone's differences. And, you know, the fact that not everything is is always as it seems to you. You know, we can quite often get sort of stuck in a bubble, can't we? You know, within our communities. But actually, there's so much more out there. So it's really good for that.
So we do have an advanced resource uh, for, and it's mainly aimed at uh, sort of uh, pupils from age 11 to 16. So the advanced resource, it tends to use the same image and, and a, a similar question to primary, but obviously it tends to go into that in a, in a bit more age appropriate way, a bit deeper into those um, sort of those questions and discussion. And it's set out in a really nice um way where it can be used quite often for form times like a lot of our secondary schools use it in their form time um you know for that and it's it's a really nice way for them to read through it and have those discussions with each other have you got a website or something for them to go to yes we do and you can actually get a free sample on the website as well oh i like freebies yeah it's a great place to go to get that so our website is www.picture-news dot co dot uk you are listening to launchpad the dogsthorpe infant school podcast for our final guest on this episode of eddie's launchpads we're zooming down to the medway towns in kent where we're going to meet tim parsons my name's tim parsons i'm the author of the children's book series paramedic chris now, these series are all written based upon calls I've attended with various ambulance crews, and I've aimed them at children aged between four and ten years of age. Uh, so far, I've published three books. I've got a fourth one coming out. Um, so there's a particular theme and message throughout the episodes that I'm trying to get across, and that's how to look after one another, look out for each other, and to educate upon what my colleagues in the ambulance service are doing. Um, So the first book I wrote, uh, which is Paramedic Chris Episode 1, that's based upon a hoax call. And again, this is uh, based upon a call I attended at the, the, well, basically the start, really, of my work as chaplain to the ambulance service, where we were called out to a call and it ended ended up being a hoax call. So I thought to myself, wait a minute, I could turn that into a children's story and educate that because it's important uh, how we call the emergency services in the right way. Um, So the background behind these stories are, I came home from a night shift and I I was working with a paramedic named Chris. And Chris was talking to me about how his daughter had battled cancer from a young age. And he then shared with me about a book that she was publishing, which she wanted to share all about her health issues. Now, I thought that was absolutely brilliant. But then it got me thinking wait a minute, what is there for the ambulance service? You've got Fireman Sam but and other police stories, but we've got no stories for the ambulance. So the Paramedic Chris series were born out of that. Um, the, the, the long-term goal I've got is I'd like to build up some capital um, and to open a retreat centre to support mental health. So one of the issues which I've witnessed quite regularly being on an ambulance truck is if we've got a patient suffering with mental health, we've got nowhere to really refer them to. We could take them to the local A&E only for them to be discharged a few hours later. But that's not really the long-term answer. The long-term answer is long-term support. There are a few places like this in the UK, but the resources aren't there for it to cover a lot more. And that's something I want to bridge a gap with in the long term. So that then leads me on naturally to my second book, Paramedic Chris, A Helping Hand. 
Now, I based this story upon a, a, a call one Christmas day that I, when I went out with the cruise. We went to a particular patient that uh, had lost his wife and he was suffering from loneliness. He was all on his own on Christmas day. We were able to refer him to the right places uh, to get the support and he was able to rebuild his life. So I've put this into a story in the second episode, A Helping Hand, where basically Fred is suffering from loneliness after his wife had died. And, and Chris and Holly, which are, who are the paramedics, they're able to uh, help rebuild his life by just being there for him. Um, initially, they refer him to the local food bank. And that idea was born because I've been supporting Medway Food Bank throughout the pandemic and before that as well. And, and, and all of the food banks throughout the whole of the UK, they're doing a fantastic job. And I don't think they realise sometimes how much of a great job they're doing for people in need. So the story there was born from that. And then we go on to episode three, A Sorry Bully. Now, this one came out just before the pandemic. Uh, at the time, I, I was going through a little bit of a difficult time myself. I had a lot of things going on personally and included a bit of bullying to myself and it got me thinking. So I turned that into a children's story. So we see Chris and Holly visit the local primary school. And what we see is one of the children pushing the other children off the ambulance and injuring them. And then we see the rest of the class missing out on the viewing of the ambulance. And the, the whole purpose of this story is to show our actions have consequences and they don't just have consequences on us, but other people as well. So going ahead, I am aware, because to be honest, I struggled with reading and general education growing up. I would be perfectly honest, and I openly say this, I was a late developer. So I did struggle with reading and writing. So the series I've got onto audio as well, professionally onto my website. Now, you can go onto my website, www.timparsons.co.uk, and you'll see it under a page called Store. You can download those for a very small fee, and um, you can instantly then listen to the series. Fantastic. I, thank you, thank you. I actually find that helps. So... I sent the series to uh, an ambulance trust in Ireland uh, um, uh, not that long ago. And they were telling me about, they particularly do paediatric patients, which are children. And uh, they were saying about how the children often get panicked and worried. So I sent them a copy of each of them and they were able to play them and they listened to them and calm them down. And that's another way these books I feel are helping as well. And I have to be honest, there's other products I've brought out alongside it. For example, I must admit, I'm a classic car fan. So recently I've had a, a, a toy ambulance made up again. You'll see it on my website. And I'm told people will really enjoy those as well. But I think the whole theme of writing the Paramedic Chris series it is really to get the message out there that we're in this all together, that actually life isn't always easy. And we need to look out for one another. Um, and there's something throughout this pandemic has taught us something, well, it's taught me something, that we do need to watch out for each other more. And we've often heard that saying, it's okay 
not to be okay. Sometimes it's easy to say that, and it's another thing to put it into practice. So if anyone's struggling, I, I, I would like to add, there's no shame in reaching out. There's no shame in sharing how you feel. Um, share it with a teacher or a leader at your school or wherever, a friend, family or, or church, wherever you belong to. Uh, because from my personal and professional experience, it really does make a difference. So, yeah, in a nutshell, that's the Paramedic Chris series. You can go on my website, as I say, for the audio. I, uh, you can then click on the link that will go to Amazon, or you can go manually to Amazon um, and type Paramedic Chris, Paramedic Chris, a helping hand, Paramedic Chris, a sorry bully. And the other thing you could do, which would really help me, if I'm honest, is if you're able to go into your local Waterstones branch and then order a copy, they then bring them in and you can then pick them up. That will really help. Or you can order them from Waterstones' website as well. And they are available on WH Smith website. And I believe there are a lot of other websites you can purchase them from as well. Each episode on the audio series is a free 99 each. And the paperbacks are £7.99. And the hardcovers are £14.99. Our final guest on this episode of Launchpad is Ben Mahoney. We offer a, a digital picture book service for EYFS and Key Stage 1 children, um, but it's, uh, it's very helpful, particularly with uh, children with English as additional language, um, and uh, helping children access books at home as well is particularly useful. We, we've carefully chosen the books as well. We work with a UK literacy expert known as uh, Jake Hope, um, and Jake has, has hand-selected uh, the books that we use on the platform from publishers in the UK. Um, so although the company behind uh, the product is uh, ILT Education, uh, the product name is Polylino, that's our flagship product. Um, now, ILT Education is a Swedish company and has been uh, in existence in one form or, or another since 1990. So um, very, very well established. Back then, of course, Dave, you, you may remember these. Um, all of their products were on cassette tapes, uh, audio <laughs> <laughs> Audio support for students, basically. Um, and ILT's fundamental belief is that every child has a right to an equal education. So, you know, that's what where it all kind of stems from. Now, of course, uh, all of ILT's products now are digital, <laughs> uh, which uh, I think they may not have uh, been so successful if they'd remained with cassette tapes, uh, of course. But um, they launched the, the Polylino product, which is known as Polyglut in uh, Sweden, about seven or eight years ago. And it's used throughout the Nordics, uh, in Germany, Switzerland, Austria, and uh, very successful. And, and it's only this uh, academic year in uh, September that uh, we've launched uh, Polylino in the UK. The biggest challenge I was saying to you before we went on air is, uh, is that although we're a very established company, we're not known in the UK, of course. Um, and that's why it's great to, to be invited onto this kind of thing so we can, we can get our message out there, if you like. The books themselves, they cover a whole gambit of subjects, I guess. Yes, they do. Um, they, um, but they, they also they align very well with, with the uh, frameworks, the UIFS and Key Stage 1 frameworks. That's really important. So we support children from nursery age, um, right the way through to um, to the end of key stage one. The the key areas um, of of the Polylino product that really help is firstly all of the books come with audio support. So that audio supports both large and small group reading. It also supports children to read independently as well. 
and access, as I mentioned before, the the book service at home because it's digital. So it's there's app based um, access to this for for children that maybe don't have access to too many books at home. It's really helpful because suddenly they've got a library of nearly 500 books um, that, that we would provide them that they can access through their parents mobile phone, for example, because of the audio support. It means that the children, um, whatever their age, whatever their reading ability, can listen to the stories because they don't need an adult to support them. Because obviously the, one of the big challenges for, for parents is time, um, you know, very time poor, uh, having the chance to actually support their children. Uh, and of course, some, some parents don't have the inclination to do it as well. So, you know, there's, there's many different, uh, different things that go into this. So having that audio support really does help. The multilingual side of the platform supports those children who are uh, English as additional language, you know, EAL students. Every single title is in English, but we also cover 57 different languages. And that really helps support um, those uh, those children's understanding of the English, of the story. In the classroom, it helps them integrate into the story as well. And one of the biggest challenges for educators is, of course, you know, catering for children that, that don't have um, as good a grasp of, of English, of course. And that's a real challenge. I think it's uh, around 20 or just over 20% of children in the uh, in the UK are EAL. Now, of course, in some areas, it's far more condensed. You know, you've got up to like 70% in some areas. So that's a really big challenge. Um, and uh, and Polylino goes part of the way to obviously addressing that when it comes to, to stories and, uh, and ultimately moving on to reading as well. One of their biggest questions, of course, is, is cost. You know, budgets are so tight in the education sector uh, right now. Obviously, the cost does depend on the the size of the, um, the the education setting and how they're going to use it. However, what I would say is it's it's reasonably low cost in terms of it will fit in with most budgets, so it is fairly accessible. We have a, a teacher guide. So I mentioned about uh, our, our UK literacy experts that, um, that assisted in picking the books, but they also have created this teacher guide as well for use in the classroom. So it's over 50 pages of reading guidance, classroom ideas, really ensuring staff firstly know how to plan and then get the most out of their sessions. So it's about holding their hands through um, the, the story time sessions that, that, they, uh, that they put on. And that's whether they use Polylino platform or, or you know, real books. You know, it's, it's, it's about them being uh, most beneficial. Um, sadly, too often um, I hear of and I see in, in the classroom uh, relying on YouTube videos, of course, and they're great entertainment value you but um they're not necessarily aligning with the curriculum and that's really really important one thing that's worth uh, mentioning as well um is uh, obviously phonetics are uh, are important in schools and and polylino is not a phonics program okay um so obviously schools will have their phonics program already yeah. and that's a structured program and it best suits a particular scheme however what polylino does do is it supports that program so many of the books that are featured on on polylino feature phonetic devices and make them particularly suitable for reading aloud and sharing and so you know it's a great complement to really um encourage that love of, of reading because sadly with some of the phonics books is they can be a little bit boring for, for children so it's about you know having that blended approach um and uh, and, and yes you know our library of nearly 500 titles um, really helps them with that. But also it's, it's costly for schools to have books and to pay for books and to replace tatty books all of the time. Um, our library is constantly growing. For a bit of context, uh, when we launched this product in Sweden um, seven or eight years ago, we started with around 150 titles on the platform and it's now nearly 3,000. So, mm. you know, it's constantly growing and evolving. There's no reason that we would ever remove titles um, from the platform. So, um 
So yeah, really, really helpful in all of those all of those ways. So if there are listeners listening to this who are thinking, oh, perhaps I ought to check this out, where can they go to get in touch with you and to see some of the material you've got on offer? First port of call, obviously, is going to, to the website. Um, so two web addresses, both that take you to the same point. So one is uh, ilteducation.co.uk. And the other is the product name. So polylino, uh, P-O-L-Y-L-I-N-O, polylino.co.uk. So um, either web, web address is fine. And from that website, a few different options. So you could attend one of our uh, webinars um, to, uh, to hear from us. You could contact me uh, or my colleagues directly. Um, and we will walk you through on a you know individual basis, which is probably the best way to see the platform because you get to ask lots of questions and you know have a real deep dive with uh, with that. Um, and likewise, you can uh, if you didn't want to speak to us um, at first, you want to check it out yourselves. Um, then there's a, a free trial that you can sign up for on the website. You'll automatically get login details. But we'll stress this is not for parents. This is just for yeah, you know yeah. nurseries and schools. Um, so yeah, sign up for the free trial. That gives you access straight away. You can try it out. So you get a user guide through, um, and then you can kind of see for yourself. And and our sales process as well is quite laid back and and very much on the you know we 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 want people to try before they buy because I think that's essential. Um, it's essential to get feedback from the people who matter, which of course is the children. And um, you know they're. Well, before I took this job, um, I showed it to my daughter who's seven, you know, so <laughs> I got the, the best possible feedback yeah, before yeah. Uh, before I decided, yep, yeah. this is the right place for me as well. And so another great show comes to an end. Eddie and Captain Dave, thank you all for listening to their show. Tune in again soon when Eddie's Launchpad will be waiting to take you and your children on another exciting learning journey to dream, believe and shine. 